Welcome to the Knights of Vader, the Star Wars podcast. It is February 7th, 2018, and we're talking the solo trailers and Super Bowl TV spot. Check out our sponsor, SkywardFunSupply.com. From Funko Pops to three and three quarter inch figures and all the way to six inch black series, SkywardFunSupply.com is your home for Star Wars toys. My name is Zach Weber. Tonight, I'm joined by Mark. Hello, everyone. And Zenger. Thought we were in trouble there for a second, but we're fine. There's more to that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not doing the rest of it right now. Oh, you're not doing the rest of it. Oh, and the special guest host who's now making his third, maybe technically fourth appearance on Knights of Vader is Eric. Howdy. So the solo trailer is out. It is, for the time being, coming out May 25th. So all of our predictions that we're going to see this bin in the discount bargain bin in Walmart unannounced are sadly not going to come to fruition. But now that we've actually seen solo footage, never mind the marketing blitz that's been occurring since Sunday evening, what? let's start off at the top. What did we think of the Super Bowl spot? I'm going to let Zenger go first because I think he has the hottest take on this out of all of us. Oh, the pressure is on. Um, so to be honest, I kind of left it with – I was impressed with everything that t- had nothing to do with Han. The – the image of the Star Destroyer in the undisclosed thing, which I'm sure we'll discuss later, that was awesome. Seeing just the inside of the Falcon was awesome. Seeing a kid up there as Han could care less. And that, that's, that's kind of where I left it. I'm like, wow. I like everything except for Han. I will definitely have more on my opinion on that later, by the way. But that's kind of no. my first take on it. I... I know I built I probably built that up over our messaging a lot more, but don't worry. We're fine. <laughs> all right, Mark, we're what were your fine. thoughts on this? <laughs> on the trailer? Um Super Bowl I, spot. Oh uh, Super Bowl spot. Um I, I was like at first I was like, Oh, this is just a teaser. And then I saw at the end I was like Memorial Day. I thought it was coming out on Friday, not Monday. And then I saw on the bottom Oh, trailer tomorrow. Oh, this is just this is one of those teaser to the trailer things. Uh, so I was like, cool. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> All right, Eric. <laughs> oh, it's it exists. I guess. I guess <laughs> if I guess if I guess it's here. It looks. It look. You know, visually it looks pretty good, but. You know, it's like yeah, I I don't really need this hand solo movie and everything. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll get into that more later. But it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's here and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess that's, that's, I, that's a ringing I, endorsement. I, I guess uh, I guess I liked. Uh, I guess the my uh, highlight was uh, him and the. Uh, Imperial Academy getting recruited, it's like, oh, and the guy's like, "Ah, oh, you're gonna love it here and everything." I, I, I kind of like that part. Clearly, I'm the most enthusiastic about the Super Bowl spot because when I was expecting it not to air until later on during the game, the fact that it aired within what the first—I'm not sure anybody here watched. I think Zanger was watching the Super Bowl because Z- Zach, yeah. Zach, I had the list of commercials. I literally knew what was coming when. 
I wasn't yeah. expecting it until second quarter. So I was actually in the middle of do. I was set. I do a whole thing for the Super Bowl. So I was setting. I was in the process of just kind of getting everything together before I sat down. Yeah, it wasn't so, a bad game either. No, it was not. That was, was an no. exciting game. Uh, all, right, all right, quick tangent. I'm hey, glad that, hey, I'm, I want to tell I'm, my thoughts. I'm glad that the refs let them play football. There was no, there was no dumb penalties. They just let them play unabellished football. It's me clapping for that because that that is, I couldn't have said it better. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, go back on, to self. Thank you, sir. Okay, so I wasn't expecting the trailer. And when I hear, I see the Lucasfilm logo, I kind of pee my pants a little. And I'm like, oh, man. And Indiana Jones 5. Oh, we can only hope <laughs> for that. We can only hope for that. But no, like Zenger said, I, you hear, you see the Lucasfilm logo, and you see the Star Destroyer. Well, I, I, at the time, I had no idea what I was even looking at. Well, it looked like it was coming out of some sort of portal, which I thought was freaking cool because I really couldn't tell what it is I was even looking at. And I'm like, oh, man, this looks – and like like you were saying, Eric, the fact that the recruiter – and you have all this footage, and it's like, okay, you have the Falcon, you have a little bit – you have him, uh, um, Chewie, putting his arm around Han. It's like, cool. I like this. I like like this guitar riff they have. I like the dun, dun. And it looks very similar. The film looks very similar – not the film. The uh, TV spot looks very similar to Rogue One, like shockingly yeah. similar to Rogue One. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost – yeah. The, the thing I kept hearing is that, like, the, does Lucasfilm really have, like, putting down the gauntlet that, like, between three and four needs to look aesthetically like Rogue One now and forever? I guess that's what they're going. I guess it's because uh, you guys probably heard this back during Rogue One. It might have been Pablo Hidalgo who said this, or who knows, one of the hundreds of people that were involved oh. in that film. And so, like, I think it was him who said, like, the whole point of Rogue One was that Rogue One begins very dark. It has a very dark. Like a, uh, dark cinematography, things like that. Shots are not very well lit on purpose. And then as the film gets closer and closer to A New Hope, it gets progressively brighter, whereas the entire third act of the film is on a beach planet in broad daylight. So I'm thinking the fact this takes place closer to Revenge of the Sith than it does A New Hope, it would be only, it's probably going to be a very dark-looking movie, if anything. That's, that's trying to glean information what they've said in the past. I, like you said, I think there is, is this emphasis on we have to make it look more like first, like you said, for some reason they feel that the Galactic Civil War has a very consistent static color palette, and they're <laughs> refusing to deviate from that. Even though that the Falcon looks as clean as ever. Well, that makes sense. Even though it know, contradicts the the Falcon Easter egg from Revenge of the Sith. Well, uh, didn't it could have like, been a different ship. N- yeah, no, think- but Luke, that was always meant to be the Millennium. That was deliberately put. Did in it get retconned? Wasn't it like green? Now though? it's being retconned. Yeah. <laughs> Man, remember when the Outrider was in Episode Four? Man, yes. this, <laughs> I guess oh, that get yes. retconned too. Oh, it's funny you mentioned uh, Shadows of the Empire at the end of the Super Bowl spot because like, like we already like somebody said that you like they do not show him at they all. Had some- they had somebody with Dash Wendar's shoulder pads. That's what it looked like. Like when they showed him at the very end, I'm like, oh my God, they're going to do Dash Rendar. And then, like, when I finally watched it on my phone, I'm like, oh, wait, that's him. I thought they were actually going to include Dash Rendar in the film. That'd be like, oh, man, like, that's like, a, like, a, like an Easter egg for fans. Like, oh, man, yeah. he's going to be a, a major character in this. Can I point out something real quick? How can that be, though? Because it's like Dash is just like a, like a copy of, of Han anyway. So, it's, what's the point? Exactly, but what's the point of this film anyway? Other than yeah. sit there being nostalgia yeah. and fan service. Go ahead, yeah. Zach. All right, I want to oh, point out something oh, real quick. Ahead. As I pull out a calendar, 
because I'm just like that. This is supposed to come out on Memorial Day, so I'm assuming on the 25th, so Memorial Day weekend. But it said coming this summer. Summer They count May as summer. I I was about to say, Mark, you're getting ahead of me here. (laughs) When the Marvel Studios movie at the beginning of May comes out, it's summer. Well, that's the thing. Strangely enough, if you look up online Memorial Day, it's considered a summer holiday, even though it takes place a month before summer. So that's why I was like, maybe they are pushing it back because... Maybe they just forgot to fix that or something. I don't know. I just wanted to point that out. Oh, quick, that I fixing, know how to read a calendar. Speaking, speaking of fixing that logo, didn't look good. It looked like I was about to press start on my controller. The logo for the mar- for the title? Yeah. I like it. I think it's fine. Yeah. Also, like the, this summer, wasn't that more like prequel tech, uh, font? It could be. I, I, I don't know. Cause, okay, this is the thing, cause I, I really don't want to get into the, the Entertainment Weekly article that came out today. Because, like it looked like, a lot. It looked a lot like the prequel font. Well, well, that's that's what I mean, though. It's like they they're trying because in the article, they're like, "Oh, the funniest Star Wars film yet," and I'm like, "Wasn't that the entire reason why?" Yeah, Lord and Miller were thrown off this film is because they did not want it to be funny at all. Like they wanted yeah. a very stoic film. So it's like, it's like, which I, to this day, I still think that's been. I think that was thrown out by Lucasfilm just to throw those guys under the bus. Maybe it's but, maybe. maybe the thing is, maybe Lucasfilm doesn't even know what they want. I think it's that. I think Lucas. I guess I think Lucasfilm flies by the seat of its pants. I think it's called. Oh, and again, not to get. We're getting just for people listening. We are going to discuss the Game of Thrones writers. Oh guys, boy, are we? Thing. That, no, uh-huh. no, Eric. That's coming. That, that's coming in the next couple of weeks. We're not discussing that. You can say what you want about it, but we're not going to discuss that in depth because that that's that's definitely conversation fodder oh, for another it's, it's episode. All right. It's all right. I could I could still uh, get my slights in that Game of Thrones on this episode. No, I can't because Amelia Clark is in this movie. Yes, because Amelia Clark is in this movie. Me- Amelia Clark has the acting range of a saltine cracker. But stop that's hiring! <laughs> stop hiring her, people. Stop with the name value. It doesn't. What name value? She can't. She can't hold a movie I, though. Every I movie know. that she headlines, she cannot. It does not make money. That I get it. Stay you know, on target. It's, it's weird, man. It's weird. Okay. I saw Terminator Genesis. Mark yeah. was one of six people actually paid to see Terminator Genesis in the theater. Oh, I, w- I was there on Thursday night. <laughs> well, so was, I saw it uh, Friday. I was wearing my Terminator Three um, T-shirt, oh. and everyone looked at me like I was just like, I guess, like I escaped from the mental ward. Oh, everyone's oh, like, like, "What Sarah Terminator Connor. Rise of the Machines? What is you that?" Were Sa- you were Sarah. You were Sarah Connor, Zach. You were in the asylum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had the little bottle of like Drano with the syringe. I walked throughout the entire movie theater with that. Mm-hmm. I had my own like guy, like cosplayers, like Doctor Silverman. I'm like I'll pump him with this. I'll pump him full of it. It was great. Everyone was <laughs> nervous. Um, but anyway, though, that, that was a really bad sweating joke. as much as Miles Dyson. Exactly. I need some Michael Dyson uh, cosplay as well. Uh, but anyway, though, back to Solo. Zenger would say, "Stay on target." Uh, okay, so I seem to be the most enthusiastic on the Super Bowl spot. So let's get into the main trailer. All yeah. right, starting the way we started. Zenger, what were your thoughts on the main trailer? Can you just insert my thing from the previous time I spoke? Because your opinion of it did not appreciate from one well, to the other. Actually, one of my coworkers pointed out something very impressive to me. They went, so I think I figured out something about your movie habits when it comes to Star Wars. I'm like, what's that? And they go, if you put a Star Destroyer anywhere but in space, you are automatically sold on whatever they're doing. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I am. Because what, what I love about Rogue One, 
oh my gosh, there's an Imperial Star Destroyer hovering over a city. That's awesome. What I like about this, oh my gosh, there's an Imperial Star Destroyer like in some storm looking ominous as all get out. That's awesome. Well, to be fair, like, couldn't you say like the Star Destroyer sold people on the idea of Star Wars in general? It's literally there the first second of the first movie. No, I'm, I'm just saying like it, it's one of those things to where like they point that out and I'm like, they're not wrong. And I've got and I've got to look deep into myself now. <laughs> I love my Star Destroyer shots. No, I, I do, too. I mean, I've got a little Star Destroyer on my desk right now. Like I, I have, have one that's mm-hmm. always sitting around. I have three Star Destroyers hanging above my head. Wow. And I've been beaten. Well, I've got two Porgs pop figures, so, I mean, if this is a competition, that does, keep That going. doesn't beat Star Destroyers. The, the stuff I really did legitimately <laughs> like is I like the look of I like the look of um of Lando. I really want to know what happened to the Falcon, if that's the way it looked when it was new. And, I mean, aside from that, I, I guess if you want my quick opinion on what I'm expecting from this movie... No, let's hold off on that. Hold on, let's hold off. Oh, okay. We'll, okay, we'll discuss okay. What, what, what we're expecting from this and like things that the trailer might uh, divulge. All right, Mark, what did you think of the main trailer? Uh, I thought it was interesting. I mean, it's still a teaser, but I was able to see all the characters that, that I feel are going to be the main players of the movie. I'm interested to see you know, how it is that uh, Amelia Clark's character goes from uh, oh. you know, just a rant, you know, kind of like a you know, everybody type of person to someone with a cape and looking important or vice versa. I don't know how it's going to be like, but uh, I'm just interested to see how uh, her role, you know, turns out in this movie. I hope that people, uh, you know, she does a good job in her role and people get past the whole, oh, that's Amelia Clark acting this role. You know, they, you know, they see hey, the character. And stuff. At least she's easy on the eyes. That's true. Eric, what do you think of the main trailer? Oh, uh, yeah, it's it, um, I think I honestly I think I like the teaser more. I don't I think this I don't know about something about this like trailer. I think it was too much. I think they should have just I think they should have just stuck with the Super Bowl teaser and maybe just stretched that out to like have like two or three more shots. I just like that one better. I think like. You know, it. I think it had the more impressive shots. This was, uh, you know, more of a more. I guess more trying to show you the story or whatever. But it's like if the movie is this close to be coming out, and uh, there's not really a story you could sell people on anyway. Can I talk about? Uh, well, yeah, I get it released the same day, but I will say a lot of those posters are great, man. Yeah, I like the posters. Yeah, uh, that Lando one in particular. That uh, Zinger, you'll probably agree with me. Doesn't that look very Alex Ross? Yes. Yes, it does. I'm actually looking at him right now, and yes, I will definitely agree with you on that. It does. Yeah, I was like, I, I was, I was, honestly, I fought, I fought for like a few minutes early that morning. Did, did they get him to do posters? I'm like, what? If anything, it's kind of uh, funny how like, uh, you know, a lot of the movie looks very drab and dark, but like these, these posters, they really pop out, man. I think this is going to be another one like Rogue One. Where the marketing made it look very bleak. I remember looking at the marketing for Rogue One. It's like, oh man, this movie looks more like Zero Dark Thirty than or a Nolan movie. Yeah, or a Nolan movie. It just looked very bleak. Then you watch Rogue One. Rogue One's basically like a cartoon almost. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon. And it's like, oh, it's like okay then. I'm like, that's that's kind of as we all know the marketing. To be fair, they probably the movie that Rogue One was sold as back in. 
oh god, March of 2016 and November yeah, of 2016. Pri- it was probably very different pri- than what we actually got. Yeah, save it, saving pri- Private Ryan in space. Well, yeah, and, and it does have elements of that, but I don't think it has as much as they originally envisioned, or at least Gareth Edwards' original plan. But no, yeah. uh, going back to the main trailer, I agree with Eric. I think the Super Bowl spot was much better. It was tighter. Um, there was you didn't need as much stuff they put in there because again, there's there's it's gonna be. I think someone described this movie as oh, it's gonna be Star Wars version of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is exactly uh-huh. what it's gonna be. It's it's Woody Harrelson's gonna put together a team, and that's what's gonna be. And going back to what Mark was saying with Amelia Clark, obviously Amelia Clark and him were friends as children or adolescents. She obviously moves on to be a a uh, highfalutin grifter at that because that, that's more high profile things and he's a lowly or, but but the, but Zach, they've already been doing guardians of the galaxy humor since like force awakens i i know that's what, but guess what though those guardians of the galaxy never mind we're getting infinity war in a couple months that's gonna have guardians oh, of the galaxy humor give me or they're dolling her up for a heist they're doing and she's not actually highfalutin or anything like that she's I, just playing that part i for would that. Say, I, I would say that though, but there's two shots in that trailer. There's the one of her at the party, and she's all glammed up. Then there's the other one of her walking out of the Millennium Falcon, and she's all glammed up. But it's a different outfit. I I think I think I think you're correct, Zenger. I think it's it is that's part of a heist because we know that location is the Paul Bettany. Uh, I don't know what he is, the dealer or guy they're going to be stealing from or they're trying to do something with. So obviously they have her infiltrating his party to find out information. But I think it's a combination of the two. I, I do Man, not why, think it's just one or the other. Why, why can't Paul Bettany just play another robot? He's good at that. <laughs> He's too busy having a gem ripped out of his head. <laughs> uh, I'm, pretty, I'm but, pretty sure that's just lighting, Zach. But like, okay, this is one thing I because getting to more because we're not going to do a uh, uh, scene by scene breakdown because a I don't like those and b they're awful to edit. And there's other uh, sites out there that have already broken it down anyhow. Like yes, Star Wars but news and making. But they Star don't Wars. have our insight though. True. Exactly. But anyway, though, but back to we what have I was saying insight? though. What? Yes. What, yes. Lots of insight. Uh, more insight we know what to do with. But anyway, though, like I was saying, one thing I was thinking about this trailer, the reason why certain people like myself were so kind of. Uh, their curiosity was piqued by it, is that the visuals are interesting. Like, you have the space train, which is called something the Conveyax. I think that's the name that showed up today. All right, one all right, of the- all right. When, when, you saw that, when you saw that train, did, was I the only one who thought Captain America the first Avenger? No, no. I thought that too. <sighs> Again, it's how the scene is shot. The scene is the... Because obviously, it's not a real set. It's not, it's not a real place. It's all done with computer imagery. Real the sets, whole it, practical effects. No, that's only that's only for the first one they sold it. Is that that should be the title of the poster? Someone should do that. Re-edit the Force Awakens poster and change the title from Force Awakens to Real Sets, Practical Effects. Oh my God, it's poor Mark Hamill. Everyone got mad at him for sitting there changing his like a Disney yelled at him for saying bad things about the Last Jedi. Mark Hamill's always been their 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 pigeon. But um, anyway, though, but no, going back to what I was trying to say again with the with the iconography of this film is that I, I think that's what makes this film rather stark and makes it stand out is what it looks like. But at the same time, that's though, a, a, what, in my opinion, that's all it has. Well, okay. Yes. But the thing about it is that the reason why it probably is that way is because of Lord and Miller. A lot of the visual effects, they have to plan out years in advance. 
And obviously, Ron Howard did not get to change those sorts of things. He can change dialogue. He can reshoot scenes. But when it comes to the giant CGI set pieces, he probably had little to no say in that. Yeah, and you got to remember that Lord and Miller come from an animation background. So, you know, they're probably very good at setting up a good shot. Yeah, and I think that's what I think if this film succeeds, it's going to be mostly on its not set pieces, but because of the again, the imagery is so unique. And I think most of that's going to be because of them, not because of Ron Howard. You know what I could have sworn they were going to do? I thought they were going to have all the interesting shots in like the Super Bowl trailer. And then when the when the uh, the, the Super Bowl TV spot and then when the teaser trailer came out, they were going to just blow it out with, oh, here's Jabba, here's Boba Fett. That's what I oh, no way. they were going to do. That Boba Fett... Okay, okay, you brought Boba Fett, so I don't feel bad. I think Boba Fett's going to be in this film. I think that shot yeah, they have... Is. That shot in the trailer, there's this, this shot, everyone's claiming it's Lando in the the the, the skiff outfit or the Jabba's security guard outfit. I don't think that's actually... I think that's going to be Boba Fett. And it's, okay, you, Eric, you're, you're the big MCU person here. Remember during the marketing for Age of Ultron where you had the scene where Thor goes, is that the best you can do? And all it showed was like Captain America, him, and Iron Man in, in the image. And then the actual film was like 45 characters. You have Vision, Scarlet Witch, uh, Hulk, Black Widow, Quicksilver. I, was gonna, I think a more famous example would be when they CG'd Spider-Man out of the uh, Civil War Super Bowl uh, yep. TV spot. Well, that too, but just the fact that, like, in the marketing, they do do things like that. They do they do edit yeah, things yeah. out. They race them. I think that shot in this trailer of the yeah, guy I, I, sitting there f- flinging around. I think that's gonna be Boba Fett. I I, I think th- Boba Fett's gonna play a huge, not a huge, but he's gonna be Darth Vader in Rogue One. That's what he's going I, to be. He's gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I think also, I, uh, I'm uh, maybe a little birdie told me, or maybe I just saw it in some Lego set or whatever. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Boba Fett's going to be in this movie. Wasn't he in one of these Lego sets? Well, there's a rumor, and Mark Mark argues with me on this. Mark doesn't believe this. Was that somebody claims to have found a new Boba Fett Lego minifigure? And the thing about it is that it's a color scheme for Boba Fett we've never seen before. Not that it's radically different, but he has it's more of a green undersuit and he has like a yellow sleeve and boba fett's never had that armor before that color armor mark just thinks that's either a cut right mark you think it's a custom figure or someone's deliberately trying to lead us on a wild goose chase or probably both i mean i you know i've seen the leak sets of the first wave of the uh, solo sets none of them have boba fett on there um but mark so... to be fair, they're not going to give that away in a lego set yeah, no, they, they, they didn't but, have Luke with any Force Awakens. That's no, but 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 uh, Zach, you were thinking the the person was claiming that they saw a Lego. Oh yeah, uh, I know. Uh, so I mean, I'm just I'm just stating it out there. That's not in any one of those. I, don't uh, know, I just I just think it's interesting though because there was like I don't know that that color scheme is just like it was like Boba Fett like in the holiday special and we're like oh look it's Boba Fett in between. Revenge of the Sith and, and the New Hope. Oh man, he's doing something wild and different. Like that'd be one thing, but the fact that it is like it's a color scheme that's right within that same sort of again color palette, and the fact giving him because as we know with all these movies, they always try to tweak the armor or the design of the character to make it their own. It's kind of like Gotta how sell like, that look, toy. Well, yeah, yeah. That too, well that too. But they red also arm punished three PO. 
Well, yeah, but like, like even J.J. Abrams said, the reason why he gave C-3PO a red arm is because he wanted everyone to know his incarnation of C-3PO. Like, it's well, like kind of like everyone has see- to buy a new Chewy toy now. Well, yeah, because now he has two bandoliers. Yeah, he has two bandoliers now. So now oh. all the other toys are obsolete. You got to get the one with two bandoliers. Oh, God. And it's worth noting that uh. I think in the last 24 hours, Hasbro's like quarterly earnings came out, and it was down like 2%, and they're blaming the lack of... Uh, Sales of on the Star Wars lines. The reason make why G- it's down. make make GI Joe three, you idiots. GI Joe two was great. I'm not even going to touch that. Not yeah. touching it. Not touching it. But yes, though. So I guess I think Boba Fett's in this film. I wouldn't be surprised if we see something again. Like I said, you, there is the rumor you going around. Bring back Tamara for a voice. Yeah, no, no question yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that I think between all the video game dialogue that man has done, they probably have enough voice cues. They probably don't ever yeah. hear him again. Yeah. But it's it's I oh yeah I don't think like, obviously we're not going to see him with his helmet off they're not going to do that again I think, like I said there was that rumor going around that a that um, he is going to have a Rogue One Darth Vader level scene and then two they are folding the Boba Fett movie into this to a certain degree yeah. you think about it too like, like, like we'll never just know just let what me know on. when you want me to cut loose by the way <laughs> give me one more oh. I have one more thing I want to say and I'll let you cut loose all right all right so think about that like we'll never know why Lord and Miller were thrown off the film. Like, like the big joke is still to this day that they didn't fold their socks properly. But think about it. Imagine if you're a Lucasfilm, and for whatever reason, the Boba Fett film just falls apart internally. And so Kathleen Kennedy goes to them while they're in the middle of shooting and says, I want you guys to include Boba Fett into this film. And, and Lord Miller go, well, like, what do you mean? Like, like a scene, like a tease, like a cameo? No, no, I want you to fold in like three or four subplots of him interacting in this film. They go, oh, we God. can't do that. Like imagine like, this is just hypothetical. I have no inside knowledge. It's just purely conjecture on my part, though. But imagine if it was something like that, where she was trying—not her, but not Kathleen. King. I'm just naming her because she's the head of the company. She's the face. Was, she's the face. Exactly. I'm just picking her because it just makes it easier. Like it could be an executive below her. It could be, it could a be Bob Iger, assistant. Alan Horn. Well, again, I would imagine. I don't know. Could but be it could Steve be in accounting. Steve in accounting. Yes, it could be Steve in accounting. Um, it could be Chopper sitting around telling them you got to do it, but who knows? I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that either. Because, again, I think Lucasfilm, as much as we keep hearing about things like, oh, they have 45 TV series in development. They have six films in, in development. I, I it's, jung- start, it's, it's starting to sound a lot like DC and all the plans that they used to have. Well, yeah, but at least they're clever enough and they'll announce them 15 years in advance. I guess. Well, think about well, when are these like Game of Thrones writing movies going to come out? Like twenty twenty five? Well, okay, it's good thing it's interesting you mentioned that because I was trying to do the math in my head on this. Is that we know uh, Episode Nine comes out in twenty nineteen. Twenty twenty. This has to do with this. It's trying to figure out their reasoning behind this because this Han Solo movie, even because Eric was making fun of me. Saying okay. that, like I, right, I sold, right, I sold. Right. Eric was telling me that I sold out because I wanted a Han Solo jacket from this movie. Uh, so like, but again, I still think this movie. I guess I would imagine they're still editing this movie. I would imagine the visual effects. For, like the reason why we probably got certain visual effect shots oh, wait, in this trailer wait, can I was because they just one, finished them in the last couple days. Can I just say just say one thing about Lord and Miller with Boba Fett? I would have loved to kind of see them deconstruct Boba Fett and kind of like kind of make him the joke that he's always kind of been. Oh my god! Okay, that—that's th- happened already. What, didn't one of the books point out that he, inside his own head, thinks he's the hype. Yes, that's a stupid. From a certain point of view, book does that. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
I like Mr. Sunday movies. He 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 likes to think that Boba Fett's like the Inspector Gadget of Star Wars. No, just, no, I agree with like that. The Jack Sparrow of Star Wars. He just fumbles into success. <laughs> okay, okay, Eric, you're the person who says you did not like the derision in the fan base after the Last Jedi. This is the same group of people who created the hashtag "Not My Luke Skywalker." They these are the same people who idolized Boba Fett. This is a character that's had maybe a collective three minutes of screen time. And you you take that away from them, they're going to burn down the multiplexes, these idiots. <laughs> Not my Boba Fett. I'm sorry. Okay, Zanger, maybe you can just for me. Not, well, okay. didn't, they already, didn't they already do that with the Clone Wars when they, when they didn't make... When they yeah, but they... But they hate those movies. Like, they hate everything from those movies. So to say it's kind of like saying I it's like going to a restaurant and you get a horrible meal and saying, you know, I really hated that fifth bite more than that first bite. But Zenger, <laughs> I need you to say in your most racist, southern, white supremacist voice, not my Boba Fett. Can I, can I do a few takes to get there? Uh sure, go ahead. All right. Hey, I'm making you do editing. Congrats. Um <laughs> Oh man, that's not my Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> Down the first take, good for yeah. you. <laughs> you gotta just channel. They're taking their jeers. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Before that, why was I called upon to do that? Because you do the best voices. Thank you. No, no. Okay, for the record, Zenger is not. Zenger is not a racist. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make that clear. I'm <laughs> like, for the record, is because I'm of the fact that I normally put on a voice, or is there something else you're trying to tell me that well, I'm not aware of? Early. All right, Zanger, I'm letting you off the leash. I'm, All I'm right. taking the harness off. All right, so you guys have been discussing stuff. I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't want to interject. But, um, all right, so I'm not going to give my opinion on this movie. I'm going to try to hold off and see if someone can oh, come I'm to gonna conclusion. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'll get to it at the end, but I'm going to try to seed this as I, I go. I, so there's a logical progression of my ranting. Go ahead. Zach, did you see my tweets from the other day? Do you know where I'm going with this? I saw that you're going, you're abstaining from seeing the film. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, I think I'm taking the high road with this, man. I like, man, I had like an awakening in my mind. But uh, Zinger, do your thing first. If Boba Fett is in this movie, yeah, if he's in probably. this movie, he needs to be in it for as short as you possibly can have him. And I don't want him to have some rivalry with Han. That was never alluded to the best of my knowledge in the original films that they had some rivalry with each other. It's just they knew of each other, and that was about as far as it went to me. And yeah. if they, they, they built up this whole, oh, well, they, you know, have had this whole entire, you know, backstory of, you know, they've they've been at odds with each other for years, and there are rivals. I'm like, that wouldn't have made sense. With It, 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 would, it would create a weird paradox within Empire to... If he knew that they were chasing Han, why wasn't he already after him in the first place instead of having to go to the to the Star Destroyer to have Vader tell him no disintegrations instead of just already being on the case? Because I think that he would at least be that good of a bounty hunter to at least be already on the job if he had that much prior knowledge of him. So that's my irritation with the Boba Fett thing is I want him used as sparingly as possible. And you know what? Yeah, it would be cool to have him in some shootout scene where he takes down a ton of people. So oh. I would I would honestly appreciate it more if he did it, but it was all through sheer stupidity and luck. And you see it happen, but he doesn't acknowledge that that's what happened. He sort of sits there and kind of nods like, yeah, I'm that good. 
what you want is Jar Jar from the Battle of Thee, where he he wipes out all of, like the droids by like getting his foot snagged on a blaster. No, Not that the, extreme. Here, like here's where the thing. he's he seems like he's competent, but really, if you're paying attention, it's like he's just kind of there. No, here's the thing. It becomes like a shared delusion. It's like because he look because everyone thinks he looks so intimidating. It's like a shared delusion, and then everyone thinks he is like the the top bounty hunter. I like I said. I mean, I I like Boba Fett. Don't get me wrong. I like Boba Fett, but oh, and I, I just say, think that him being linked to Solo in this intricate oh they've had this rivalry for years makes his character less interesting because it's like no I I kind of wish that you know Boba Fett just happened to go after a bounty and happened to be solo and he's like oh sweet i need to get him for jabba yes it's just a, yeah it's just a job it it's it, it it perpetuates the he stumbles into these situations instead of he's that good to be in these situations yeah yeah it, it would honestly perpetuate that fully and that you know makes my day the thing is like i think this is going to kind of turn into like the, the, like in rogue one where where it's like, oh, you see them chasing the plans, and then you go to, uh, you know, episode four, and then Leia thinks she could get away with, oh, we're just doing diplomacy or whatever. I no, 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 we, we, we didn't just escape from that massive battle. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you didn't just see our troops literally running with the data tape that you want. Nah. Well, okay, this is my thing, though, about the Boba Fett-Han Solo rivalry thing. Are we going to get that rivalry in this film? No. It doesn't exist. Wait, wait, wait. I, I agree with you. It's not going to exist in this film. But let's just, for the sake of argument, pretend this movie does shockingly well with people. Like, let's say, like, again, like I said, I think everybody's agreed this film This film's going to be the, the least... Uh, the lowest grossing film of all the new films Lucasfilm has done. There's no way this thing tops Rogue One. No way. If this thing yeah. makes past $400 million this summer, that's going to be oh, a yeah. lot of money. Oh, yeah, and it, and it has some stiff competition, too. Well, that, and oh, yeah. Infinity War, Infinity War and Deadpool are going to eat it for lunch. Well, I think, yep. no, Infinity War is going to burn off most of its audience by that time. It's going to be between Deadpool and Incredibles, too. This film's going to be eaten alive. Never mind if Ocean's Eight takes off, then this film is just it, it's. But this be is Ocean's. Oh, I I'm telling you, this this movie might as well be Oceans in Space because I feel like that's what they're doing. <laughs> okay, with okay. It. okay, they really should have gotten Soderbergh then. Let me finish my thought about the Boba Fett thing before we okay, stay on target. Is that my <laughs> theory? My theory is is that if this thing does exceptionally well, we are going to get more movies. Of Han Solo and Chewbacca during this time. No. Frame. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. They're, if this does well, they're going to make more of those. Because think about it, Rogue One, you killed Jin Erso is dead for all intents and purposes. Unless you, and also, we have a Jin Erso appearance in this. Forrest Whitaker could show up in this. Like, again, you're going to be. Booty. I think we're going to be. I, yes, booty. We better have some booty in here. Uh, think about it, he could show uh. up as an Imperial cargo pilot. He could show up. In all honesty, he could show up. He could be running the space train. But that's not my point, though. But Cassian, though. Cassian could very well show up. But I anyway, though, think me, okay. they're younger. One of, my, one of my favorites. Yes. And now, if you put a little bit of makeup on them, it's not going to be hard to do. But no, going back to that point, the Zenger saying once again for the seventh time now, Boba Fett, again, they, make, let's say they, make, they decide to make a Han Solo, Solo anthology, too. Think about it. That's where you have Boba Fett show up in this, and he's a badass for one or two scenes. And then for the second one, that's where the rivalry develops. But there's no rivalry in the original yeah. trilogy. 
They don't know that. Stop forcing you things. You don't know that. It's not. It's I not that. I do. It's, not it's there right there. No, it's it, not. It's <laughs> right there. There's no rivalry. There's no. He is there to do a job. Exactly. Doesn't mean there can't be a rivalry there if he's just doing a job. Ah. Uh. Ah. Man, I, man, I don't even care enough about Boba Fett to, to to get into this. But it's but like I said, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I don't know what's the name of the really cool guy everybody likes. The guy that was fighting on the train, in the Super Bowl spot, the weird sort of like uh, primitive looking guy with like he no looks like a samurai. I didn't know he was named yet. I don't think I don't know because there was a Lego. Is that Boba Fett? Who knows? No. Uh, it's, it's probably slavers. I don't know because the picture of uh, from the Lego leaks. Of a guy holding like a white baton, and I think his name is Moloch. You see him on the desert planet too. More one solo in Moloch. M O L O C H. The Morlocks from the X Men? No. no. <laughs> I feel like that's almost. I yes, I went to the X Men, but also I feel like we've got a He Man villain now. <laughs> but no, that's I think deep this cut. <laughs> yes, deep cut indeed. No, but I think this this character who I think his name is Moloch because if you look at the Lego leaks. He has a little white baton in the gun. Then you look at the trailer, and he has his little baton looks the same. But like in, in the same shot from the trailer shows this character, and he's on the beach, and he has like all of his like crew behind him. I know someone was freaking out the other day because there's there's a what do they call it? The boosh? Is that pronounced that correctly? The boosh, the Leia disguise. That 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 character. Oh the yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Everyone was freaking out about that the other day. Like, oh my god, there's a boosh in the background. If I'm saying if I'm saying <laughs> that wrong, please please forgive me. Uh, but it's like this, uh, who knows, let's say we have this character, Moloch, and he, let's say this, for example, he kills, uh, Woody Harrelson, and you have, or let's say he, because obviously we know Woody Harrelson's gonna die, Amelia Clark's gonna die, um, I don't know if Val, uh, Tandy Newton's gonna die, who knows, but let's just say it's another Do Rogue they have One. to die? Wait, wait, is, wait is, For the is sake that, of what, let me finish. Who's, who's Val? Is that the Tandy Solo Newton. one? No, Tandy Newton. It's Tandy. I know it's Tandy. I heard a correct singer. It is Tandy. Is that is that the robot? No, that's uh that's Phoebe Waller Cates, I think her name is. I don't even know these That's names. the actress. I don't the character is like L three three nine or something. It's something like that. Oh. I don't know all these characters off the top of my head yet. Yeah, but I matter. think but like for example, you have all these characters. Let's just say they wipe out all Han Solo's crew, just for the sake of argument. Except Chewie. And then, except for Chewie, because Chewie's gonna live forever. Chewie's gonna be the only Wookiee that lasts a thousand years. Um, he's gonna live long by Wookiee standards. But let's say at the very end of the movie, all these characters wipe out what you would call Han Solo's crew, and this character Moloch's about to kill Han Solo and Chewie, and then Boba Fett just kind of falls out of the sky and wipes them all out. It's like I don't be surprised. Again, Luke. Again, it's a corporation. Lucasfilm has to be looking at the Last Jedi and saying, "Uh oh, this movie did not make as much money." In the U.S., it made the right amount of money. It made six hundred and something million dollars. In the U.S., it's fine. It's that international market that probably has them terrified because it dropped $800 million from The Force Awakens. So don't be surprised in considering that most people can most, – again, most foreign audiences can identify with a, with a maskless character or a faceless character in a cool costume that comes out of the sky and does some badass stuff. So it's like – I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm being condescending. I'm not. I'm just saying that action works a lot better than dialogue. When it comes to translation and overseas, like yeah. I, I would not put that past them. In China, aren't they going to call? Aren't they not even going to have Star Wars in the title for this movie? No, it, it's called Ranger Solo. <laughs> what was that? What was that, Zach? I didn't hear that. Ranger Solo. That's the title of this film in China. 
Well, I no hope they don't get it confused with the new um, Pacific Rim movie because that sounds like one of the Jaegers. Ranger Solo. Uh, I, I can 100% see that. Yeah, I can 100% see. Oh, we need to deploy Ranger Solo. That yeah. movie don't. That movie don't look good. I want Del Toro back. If that's a. Be- that's a. That's a discussion for another day. Yes, I wholeheartedly agree with you, Eric. That because that. Wait, are you agreeing with him? Yes. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with you guys? You don't go to that movie to be. You go to that movie for the title card. No, but it just looks. It just looks trashy. Like, it looks cheap. The, the yeah, the CG. Yeah. Okay. By it, comparison it, to the old one, it yes, produ- it does. Isn't it produced by China as well? Yeah, because Legendary is now owned by a Chinese company. Oh God. All right. Yeah, back I, on, I have stories back about Pacific Rim, but, the, but we'll save that for another day. Speaking of this, I wanted to say, do you think because of the success of Jumanji, d- didn't didn't Lawrence Kasdan's son like write and direct that movie? Do you think he, they're going to market the movie with him in mind because Jumanji did well? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think John Kasdan had any role in that. Yeah, I thought he did. No, I don't think he had anything to do with that. You sure it's the same I, Kasdan? I, I think. I, I'm, I think. Jake Kasdan. Am, am I right? Yeah. Oh, no. It's no, but different son. It's, 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 it's a different son, though, from the one who worked on Solo. Oh, okay. That was, bum, I, like, bum, I, like, I like that Jumanji. Okay. Fun movie. Fun fact. John Kasdan, who um, co-wrote Solo, actually is, wrote, one of my, wrote and directed one of my favorite films called The First Time with Britt Robertson and Dylan O'Brien. So... I'm excited. That's one of the reasons why I'm excited for the solo film, ever since they announced it. Recommendation, if you want to watch a movie that's cute, it's called The First Time, it is pretty good. It's worth noting, I am a little upset because not my, I'm going to be one of these uh, uh, okay, Zanger, how do you say not my Han Solo uh, in, in the uh, raging, overweight neckbeard voice? Why, why you put me on the spot for these? <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. but you're the one with all the voices. Uh, oh, man. Take a minute. Take a minute. What, take a minute. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Give, give me a second on this right. one. So it's, so it's not my solo in a... Um, oh, not my solo... No, wait. That's... that's, that's oh, take a minute. Put, put, the, put the microphone on mute. We'll come back to you in 60 seconds. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So so basically, as we all know, they're all, everybody on the internet's mad because Alden Ehrenreich is not doing a Harrison Ford impersonation. Is it me or does like he look more like Harrison Ford in the trailers than he does in like these magazine pictures? I think not my show role. Are my hot pockets ready? Oh goody! I'm gonna try it one more time. The con came out of nowhere. The con blindsided me. Am I right though, Zach? (laughs) (laughs) Eric just drove right over. Eric is just plowing through whatever he needs to to get his point. I don't know, Eric. I, I, I don't know. I do not think he looks like Harrison Ford. I do not think he's trying really hard to do one sometimes. Like the dialogue, it's like imagine he's trying wrote- too hard with the hair as well. Eh, I wouldn't even say that. I think the dialogue, the dialogue is really forced. It's like you either make him do oh, a straight up Harrison Ford impersonation or you don't. Yeah, I, I got I pre- I cringed a lot. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be a pilot. Fast, yeah. best in the galaxy. Yeah, I, I cringed at that. And even at the end, with the whole thing with the Millennium Falcon going through the thing, and it's like we're fine, we're fine. It's like, oh man, that's forced. That's no, really that's- forced. Okay, I have to ask Eric his opinion on this. Eric, as you probably heard, as a listener of the show, I have a theory that Harrison Ford's going to show up in this film to book it. No, you no, don't agree with that. This, this, this proved that immediately. I think. 
where he'll where he'll literally like just I don't know he'll he'll crash or whatever so he'll never have to be in these movies again. I don't think so. I think about it. he probably will get think about it. they really want him. They probably give him twenty five million dollars just for showing up for a weekend's worth of work. I don't even think they man, I'm pro- that I'm, uh, man, I'm just as excited as this movie as Harrison Ford is. I don't know. The fact that, you know, but you also won, like, there was a story, there was two stories floating around today that they, that both Kathleen Kennedy and, what was it? Uh, Ron Howard? Well, yeah, him too. And Alden Ehrenreich all went to him for advice. I don't know. Like, that seems like they're dipping their toes in the water and like, hmm, let's see how the fans would react to this. There was literally a picture, like, I remember, like, like yes. it was like two years ago. Yeah, they had the picture. In the window, yeah, in the window. They're having yeah. lunch. I remember yeah, that. They, they also had one with uh, with uh, Donald Glover and Billy D. Well, that one at least makes sense. I'm, su- I'm surprised we... Oh, well, we didn't hear him speak anyway, so there's not much to say. <laughs> that too. But back to the whole thing of not my, not my solo. Not my solo. Not my solo. I am very that's, annoyed. That's <laughs> not my solo. My Hot Pockets are ready. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's more like it. Okay, Alden Ehrenreich is 5'9". Harrison Ford is six one. Yeah. Need I say more? No, hashtag not my solo. Also hashtag not my Millennium Falcon. Also hashtag. Uh, uh, okay. Like, er, everyone likes Lando, so we can't say that. Yeah, uh, we do. Uh, hashtag, hashtag not my Falcon. Uh, we already You're, said that. Hashtag not my Chewie. What, yeah. what What did he do to you? Yeah, there's not many. It doesn't difference. matter. It doesn't matter. My neck beard is itching. I'm taking out Star Wars. Like it. It's Disney, and I don't like it. Yes, it's Disney. I don't like it. They're ruining my childhood because the prequels ruined my childhood. In Return of the Jedi and the Ewoks ruined my childhood. Apparently, I was a childhood for 45 years, and everything just keeps ruining it. My childhood was so great, everything ruins it all the time. My childhood is like made of glass, very delicate glass. It's like a Fabergé egg. You stare at it too hard, it disintegrates. Neckbeard. We, we, does anyone here artistic? We need to do like an artist illustration of of what, when we talk about the angry neckbeard fans, we really or, need like like an artist uh, conception wait, are, of that. Are are the angry neckbeards any different than soy boys? I don't know what that is. What? I don't know what that is. <laughs> really? No. Oh man, that was the best response ever. Really, I thought you were plugged in. I thought you were kind of, you know, you were kind of plugged into. The is this something I can I type in? Is this something I can type into Google and I won't get like put on a government list for? No, not really. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we. All right, I'm gonna do. It, I'm gonna do it with a safe search on maximum. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what it is, Zanger? No, I don't. I, I'm just. I'm just excited for the journey we're on. Okay, let's see. Soy boy from Urban Dictionary. Oh, yes. Oh, this never ends well. <laughs> this slang, ends great. Slang used to describe males who completely and utterly lack all necessary masculine qualities. Oh, okay. The pathetic state is usually achieved by an overindulgence of emasculating products or ideologies. The mm-hmm. average soy boy is a feminist, non-athletic, has never been in a fight, will probably marry the first girl that has sex with him and likely reduces all of his arguments to labeling the opposition as Nazis. See also cuck. Beta male, orbiter, kissless virgin, and male feminist. Also, Nintendo uh, Nintendo Switch buyers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, 
that, that untr- untrue though but that that's that's what the people are that's what the people are well, labeling this, 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 episode, this episode definitely has to be edited now i am a <laughs> proud i am a proud switch owner so you're a soy boy no 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 i i just uh 4chan kind of started the labeling of that and uh, i'm, I'm and not there's the I'm not, there's there's the rub there's the mark of quality 4chan i'm i'm not fully in support of it but yeah like i don't know though like like people are goofy I, I wish I could explain it. I, I think there's, I, I think this film. I think we've discussed it before. That considering that all these anthology films have a lot less baggage going into them, unlike the episode films. I, I think the because I, I, I would imagine most of the most of the angry Last Jedi fans are not to be as angry with this because it's really nothing. But but at the same time though, the, like, like we always joke about like oh how does the Last Jedi ruin your enjoyment of the original trilogy? But technically, this has the possibility of ruining that yeah. because you are giving Han yeah. Solo a concrete backstory, and that's the only thing that scares me. Though it's like, okay, this. And I think the ultimate test yeah, to whether yeah, it's, it's it's like what Ridley Scott did with the Alien franchise in the in the recent years. Thank but you. Nobody, but nobody ever took those films seriously, though. Like everybody you watch keeps... two. I mean, you watch Aliens, and then you just don't watch anything else. Well, that's why I mean, yeah, like, I, like I people really, like the, like the I really world. like it. I really like Alien Resurrection. But, that's a great dark comedy. Well, okay, yeah, I love that that's series. the tagline. It is but a no, dark comedy. But okay, let me try one more time. Is that like even like like everyone keeps comparing all these movies, saying like like a couple days ago because of Alden Ehrenreich, everyone's like, oh, Han Solo. It's like you didn't expect you and McGregor to do things differently. You didn't expect this. And it's like, folks, when people watch the Star Wars original trilogy, when there was only three Star Wars movies, nobody idolized Obi- Ben Kenobi the same way they idolized Harrison Ford's Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and Princess Leia. They did not idolize ben him that way. Ben Kenobi was the ghost that was too lazy to stand, so he sat on a log. Yes. So, like, people keep saying, like, oh, look at this. It's like, think about it. People, I have, oh, God. Uh, catered thy, or articulated their identity around the character of Han Solo, along with Indiana Jones. And I do think the ultimate litmus test, whether Alden's, Alden Ehrenreich's portrayal of Han Solo in this film is successful, it's not going to be right now or even a couple years from now. It's going to be 10, 15 years from now when they decide to make another Indiana Jones movie, and either Harrison Ford is dead by that time or at that, or 10, 15 years from now, he's way too old to ever do it. And if they don't choose him, that's going to be your key that, that Lucasfilm feel, felt that they didn't like him. That he didn't do a good job as Han Solo. Well, I mean, aren't they different characters, though? No, but, if you're, but yes, but at the same time, though, is that if you are going to cast someone, like, okay, they make Alden Aaron Mike Han Solo for this film. How do you do Indiana Jones 7 10 years from now and not cast him if you feel he did a great job as Han Solo. You don't. Like, 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 ha- that's what I mean, though. It's like, you would have to cast... Like, that would be, and if you don't cast him, that'd be a very low-key way of saying, we don't feel he could sit there and do that. And again, yes, they are... Han Solo... If anything, Indiana I'd Jones say there's are- less pressure... As a, as a, if anything, I'd say there's less pressure with getting Indiana Jones right than uh, Han Solo... Well, I agree with that to a degree because, like, to me, Indiana Jones is more James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, than he is anything Bond. else. It's like he's Harrison. Bond. I guess the thing about it, though, like Han Solo is always going to be Harrison Ford. It's like that's just always what it's, it's going to be. The same way you cannot recast 
a, a young Princess Leia as anyone but Carrie Fisher. It's like it's it's such a oh god a specific portrayal. It's just it's 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 the actor. The yeah. actor has bled into the performance. Yeah, I, Superman, not, Christopher Reeve. Uh, well, yeah. So when like it's like when Zack Snyder makes Superman homicidal, people tend to reject that because you know what? But, but was he though? Yes, he he is genuinely in, in Man of Steel. He kills more people than Zod. Zod should have been like, dude, like 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 Wayne's World. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Are we really? Are we really still doing this? Like six years after the fact. Man of Steel. I walked out of Man of Steel, and I think I lost my mind in 2013. Man, I think a, I lost my mind. Man, that's a great movie. No, it's not. It, it's man. okay. It's it's a bad Superman movie. It can be a whatever superhero movie. It's he's not Superman. Superman does not murder people and let people die. Uh, Except for Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder's like, nope, nope, it's faithful to the comics. Superman is bloodthirsty. He drinks human blood. No, no, Forget the sun feeding him. He drinks human blood. He's a vampire. No, no, but he, he, here's the thing. Zack Snyder's right to an extent. If you read the Golden Age comics, Superman threatens everybody. He can threaten people, but he doesn't let people die. Oh, in the Golden Age comics he did. In them Zenger, 30s and in the Man, you 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 both are digging your own hole for this. Don't get me. Don't drag me into oh, this. But Zinger, aren't I right? Like in the '30s <sighs> comics, Superman literally threatens like people's lives, like left and right. Superman. Oh my gosh! Do I really want to get in the Man of Steel today? Um, just talk yeah. about the Golden Age comics. That's all. You I are mean. not. He he's not wrong. That's. The, I'm not the, denying that he's wrong. It's a thing. It's like okay. Think of it this way. Han Solo. What? Okay, I'm, I'm going to use Han Solo again as, as a comparison. Han Solo is known as Harrison Ford. Yet Harrison Ford has only portrayed the character. I'm only counting movies. I'm not counting the holiday special or appearances he made, like at malls or conventions. I'm not counting that. He only portrayed the character four times: Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and Force Awakens. That is how people remember that character. Despite the fact that the character has shown up infinitely more times in books, in video games, and in Lord knows what else that Lucasfilm has done in the last 40 years. Like, you can make the, it's kind of like another argument that I make is like Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes, James Arnold Taylor, who does the voice for Obi Wan in the, the micro series, in the Clone Wars animated series, has done more to bring that character alive than Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness combined. Yet at the end of the day, Alec Guinness will always be the main version people think of. Despite yeah, the fact that people like you. No, well, that's fine. Again, you and McGregor did, but, but Alec Guinness is the one who set that character in stone. He will always be what people think of. It's Ben Kenobi, old man Obi Wan the Hermit. That is the character at the end of the day. All right, I, th- I, th- I think but, we can move on then. But no, but going back to Man of Steel, yes, just because there was an incarnation of Superman, which was. Uh, hostile. That's not the. It, and that goes back to what you were saying, Eric, with Christopher Reeve back during the seventies and eighties. It's you have to go with the character that everyone's most, or the portrayal of that character that everyone is most familiar with, and that's why yeah. Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman and Justice League deflated so quickly. You take a character, and that's what you think about. Han Solo is up there with Superman in Americana in the American culture. Han Solo is up there. And you take a character that has a very specific, well-defined character attributes, and if you change those at all, people are going... It's like what happened with Luke Skywalker. You you take Luke Skywalker, who's this golden boy of the original trilogy, and you make him mopey, and you fill him with human emotions like shame and regret. Guess what? 
people are going to reject that. Who knows about Han Solo? If they make, if they know Alden Ehrenreich's performance is not as good as a, a Harrison Ford when he was the same age Alden Ehrenreich is right now, that doesn't matter. As long as they keep the character more or less in line with his values and how the character operates. That's what it's going to come down to with this movie. If they're able to do that, which it seems like they're doing, they're, they're nailing that. Even though I think Alden Ehrenreich could be doing a better job or he could be recast, he is nailing that same type of uh, scoundrel with a heart of gold. He is doing that. And I think that's, that's going to decide whether this movie succeeds at the end of the day. Maybe they should have made Man of Steel place in the, take place in the 30s. Maybe. Maybe instead of them, them demolishing skyscrapers, they could demolish... Uh, uh, smaller skyscrapers. Well, I mean, it was during the Depression, so like Clark would have a reason to be angry. Exactly. His parents, probably, would... his parents probably are making no money at the farm anyway. So nothing would change. Do right. I really want to get into this? <laughs> All right. And, and, no. Anyway. anyway. I, I, okay, no, no, no. I, I got to. There, I, I got to hold up my comic book nerd street cred here. All right. I'm going to make this short and sweet, and then we're going to end it. Superman was in a fight for his life against somebody who he could not match. Zod was the superior fighter in that situation. He's a soldier. If you you watch, Zod's hits are pinpoint accurate on him. Superman's just trying to throw a punch like some common punk on the street. Zod is hitting him pressure points, everything, because he is a trained soldier. The only way Superman could have gotten out of that was to kill him. He made Superman go past his limit because he knew he didn't think he was going to be able to go to that that place. Superman, the only reason he wasn't able to save the day and be that way was because he was being pushed to his limits in that fight. Same thing when Doomsday fought him. Superman was purely focused on the fight. Please yes, not was the Batman versus well, Superman. No, 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 no. Well, well, I'm talking well, about comics. I'm talking about comics. Doomsday. It doesn't even matter because Doomsday is not sentient. I no, I'm just saying that Superman was pushed to his limits fighting Doomsday as well, to where we the well-being of the up. of the surrounding bystanders was something he was concerned about, but it's not something he could have control over because he did not have control over the fight at that point. Oh, I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say the reason for him killing Doomsday and like you killed Doomsday. He he doesn't even have that much of a brain anyway. Now once again, I'm gonna reiterate this. I was discussing the comic book Death of Superman, not the movie incarnation. I was using that as a comparison. I'm I'm just stopping at Man of Steel. I'm not going to discuss anything else because we need to get back on track. Yes, because I can yeah, argue against everything Zenger just said, but I will not get into it. I will concede for now. We'll save that for Dang right. I could argue against Man of Steel, but that's, I, like I said, I'll, I'll get to that I'm, I'm arguing for the sake of argument's sake. I'm not arguing in defense of the, mo- in defense of the movie as in I enjoy it. I'm arguing because... I, I I feel like my my nerd cred was was on the line okay, at, at a point Whatever. where I had to speak up. So you're you're trying we, to tell us that you're not a, So you're trying to say you're not a comic soy boy. I'm oh. these days. No, no, but 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 Zach, Man of Steel is for Chads. It's manly. Stop using oh my these God. terms. We're not the cool kids. You're not at the cool kids table, Eric. <laughs> no, we're the we're the opposite of that. Zach Snyder's a Chad. I don't know what that means. It's I'm not going to look that one up either. I'm not looking any more definitions up. I'm probably going to stay on target. Is. Yes. Okay. Okay. No, I, I got. I got my big spiel though. Okay. You got, got your big mine. Spiel. All right. You got your. Okay. Everyone's got their big spiels. Mark. I think Mark hung himself. So we'll sit there. <laughs> just move on. Mark, if you're there, feel free to chime in. 
No, but because um, I, I, I think I have a very interesting take. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay, so, okay, everybody. After what we've seen, final thoughts on this film. After what we've seen, has this changed your mind for the better or for worse about the film? Eric, go first. Oh, no. No, I will, I will not... <laughs> I will not be uh, seeing this film in the uh, cinema. What I will be doing is waiting for the novelization and reading that because, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, going up into this movie, I'm like, ah, oh, this is this is stupid. I, I I hate the I hate the idea of a Han Solo origin story in general. But then, like when the trailer came out, and yeah, I guess it tickled my fancy a bit, but still, I I kind of didn't care about the movie. But then. You know, I I thought about it. And you know the 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 uh, EU book. You know they they weren't bad. They they had their place, and uh, you know I think a uh, Han Solo origin story does have its place. And I just think that place is not a big blockbuster. That the place for a story like this should be like in a book or a comic for like the really big fans to read. Like I honestly I feel like the general audience might honestly be bored of this stuff. Like they're kind of seeing like these samey ideas and you know they they probably want to see more uh outgoing ideas like old republic or far-flung future even more than we do all right zanger this movie for me the trailer like i said i i was impressed with the trailer more so than i thought it was going to be it did allow me to raise an eyebrow and my heart grew one size that day don't get excited did not grow three sizes um, I want this movie to do well in the sense of I want more stuff to come out. I don't I, I like these anthology things. But and this is a big but here, I want Han Solo to be the least interesting character in his own movie. That yeah. for me would be how this movie is successful in my mind, is he has to be the least interesting part of his own movie. The characters around him, Lando, Chewie, anyone involved, have to be more interesting, have to drive the story, where he's just kind of almost the audience analog through this entire thing, as opposed to being the main character. Because for me, that would truly make me thoroughly enjoy what this movie could be, because if I get a Han Solo to where I have to care about his feelings and what's going on with him, it's like I've never wanted that, nor do I think anyone yeah, ever asked for that. It's very true. Very true. So if you, and also, guess what? You can get out of a bad acting situation with that as well. So <laughs> if he's a terrible actor, guess what? If you make it to where he's the least interesting person in the movie, then everyone will cheer about how great he was as the character because no one will even be paying attention to him as the character. Yeah, yeah. They've done that with movies before. I'm just trying to think of a good example where, yeah. You oh, I, I've been trying to all day because I knew I was going to make this spiel long time ago and i could not for the life of me i'm like i know there's another movie where the main character is seriously the least interesting person in his own movie uh, uh, um was, actually was, not to bring this up again i was gonna uh, say like the the main the main character is like the worst acted oh no i, I, I just meant that the up. main one of the main people is the least interesting person in our oh, own movie I and think, I, I think that's hard to think up um, not to bring this up again, and I'm I'm going to memor I'm I'm going to put a memoriam on this immediately, uh, so the discussion cannot continue. Superman in it. Superman in oh, Batman God. versus Superman. <laughs> Superman oh, is the God. least interesting character in that movie. Like he is beyond uninteresting. A lot of things in that movie, the least interesting elements of that movie. Yeah, yeah it's true. Lex is the most interesting character in that movie, honestly. But Randy's no, I just, peach I, tea. 
I, I just wanted to point that out that that that's a good it's not a good example, but that's an example of if you have a character that's completely uninteresting in a movie, it it can do a lot. Yeah. 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 Especially like this one where it can distract from his terrible dist- ability. I think do. the distracting is in the name anyway. It's Star Wars. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, like, like I said, I'm a little bit more on board than I was for this, but I'm I'm also skeptical of I I really want this to do well for future projects, not for this itself. Yeah, no, but if this does good, then they're going to do more safety anthologies. Th- that kind of helps my point, too. If if I just read the novelization, then I don't even have to worry about this Alden kid. I could just read it at, with Harrison Ford in mind. Sure, you can always do that. Not my Han Solo. <laughs> no, I, I don't even care about that. I, I'm, I don't even care about it. I'm just not interested in seeing it in a movie. Don't be, don't be a soy boy, Eric. Don't be a I'm soy not, boy. It's re- I'm really not. I'm taking the high road. Taking the high road by not seeing it. Yeah. You're, you're gonna walk down the solo path. Yeah. Oh my I'll, god. I'll be too busy. In, <laughs> either, either way, at the time, I'll be too busy enjoying Infinity War and Deadpool. There you go. Then you have Incredibles too. Yup. The end of the day, my thoughts on it. I was pleasantly surprised. I am considering how cynical I was about this movie. I am looking for it much more than I was before. I it was kind of like meh. And from what I've seen, I am relatively impressed. Uh, I'm still, like I said, I, I guess I so far, Disney Lucasfilm is they're two, two and one for me. I thought Rogue One and Last Jedi were great. Force Awakens, I think I don't need to reiterate my thoughts on that film. So at this point, my philosophy is one is an isolated incident, twice is a coincidence, and three times becomes a pattern. So my fingers are crossed. I enjoy this. This is I enjoy this just as much as the. Two aforementioned films. It'll pro- probably be a closer tier to Rogue One. Uh, Rogue One was pretty great. I don't. Well, I, mean, I don't think this is. I don't think this is gonna have the same kind of moments. I think Rogue I One blindsided a lot of people. I don't think this is gonna blindside people positively. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it's it ain't gonna be Last Jedi tier. I'll tell you that. Uh, I don't know. I guess it depends. If they sit there, if they if they let Alden Ehrenreich. They more or less keep Han Solo the same character we know and love. That's fine. But they try altering him like they did with Luke in The Last Jedi. Then the backlash is going to show up again. Where does this stand on your 2018 like uh, anticipation list? Oh, it's up there. I'd say at this point, there's really nothing I'm genuinely excited for. Um, what? T- not, even, not even Infinity War? No, the more and more I see Infinity War, I'm losing hype for that movie because it just looks like it's going to be overstuffed. Well, I mean, they kind of earned it. It's been like ten years of build up. Yeah, you know, like everyone's everyone's like, "Where's Where's Hawkeye and, and Ant Man?" Like, good, yeah. keep them out of the movie. We we no. don't need any more characters. Listen, Zach, Hawkeye's the heart of the team. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. He is. He's he's literally yeah, like uh-huh. one of the best characters. Uh-huh. You keep telling yourself that. Maybe you'll believe it eventually. And their mind are going to put Captain Mar. They're going to put true. Captain Marvel in this. It's like, oh my god, there's too Heck much. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun to see. I really hope it's a better suit than what she has in those stupid set pictures. Oh no! If, if you what, see the what, background, what, Black if, Widow. No, if you see the background stuff to where they point out that she's possibly in it, it is red, gold, and blue. What are you uh, talking yeah. about? She, she's not in Infinity War. Don't no, they've they've already speculated that she is, and you know what? I'm just going to jump on that bandwagon because it's fun. No, I I know. I kind of know she's not in it. It's like rooting for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. You don't want to do it, but I mean, do you want the alternative here? That's not even the worst theory I've heard about how Infinity War is going to end. 
Oh, I already oh, know. No, I already, the, I already have predictions the, on the stuff. X-Men come out of a portal and some. Uh. No, well, well, somebody had a theory, and I don't think because think about it. Fox got the rights to make Legion. They don't and have the ability to do it yet, though. They, uh, they that, wait, that, uh, that is still me, in flux. Uh, Legion's no, it's not, so no, good. It's not, no, it's no. So it's, well, this is a theory. This is a theory. I have no idea if it's right. Remember, Fox, Disney gave Fox the television rights to X-Men. They they were able to do both Legion and Gifted. Yet Legion seemingly is so good, seemingly Disney got nothing in return. So everyone's speculating. Well, why would Disney give Fox the? This is before the Fox Disney deal. This is like this was like about a, 2016. 20, yeah, no, so, 2015 actually. Yeah, this is like two years before the Fox Disney deal. So everyone was speculating, like, what did Disney get in return? And so this is the theory. I have no idea if it's right. It's Fantastic it's, it's Four. A, well, this is the theory. The movie's going to end with all the. All something's gonna happen, and they're gonna again. The Avengers are gonna lose. Thanos is gonna win, and something happens. Hulk's gonna in a, die in, in a portal. What? Hulk's gonna die. Well, who? Uh, knows? Okay, it, it, it doesn't nah. matter. It, it doesn't matter. Calling it. Okay, sure. The Hulk's gonna die. Whatever. In yeah. a portal, and it, all hope be is death. lost. There'll be some all wipeouts. Ho- all hope is going to die, and then a portal's gonna open up, and it's gonna be the Fantastic Four, and that's how the movie ends. It's gonna be they're going to be the ones that sit there are gonna offer the salvation, and that's what's going to be. Considering that we've not heard any talk about them making another Fant Four stick too, that's the that's that's one rumor, and it's gonna be something that's gonna completely blindside the audience because everyone's like, oh my god, I didn't think they could do that. And that's what's going to be. I, I think the more logical one would be Silver Surfer, honestly. Well, okay, some okay, whatever. It's gonna be some. It could be Herbie for all intents and purposes. <laughs> it's going to be something fan, fan, Franklin, uh, fantastic for Franklin Richards. Yes, it, 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 that's that. the rumor. Okay, but anyway, though. So, okay, are we all set for solo? I think Mark just gave up. Mark said, "You know what? F these guys. They don't want to hear my opinion, so they're not. It's I'm not my solo. <laughs> yeah, Mark's Mark's all Mark's hashtag not my solo." So concludes this episode of Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at KOV Podcast. Check out SkywardFunSupply.com for all your toy needs. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. For questions, comments, concerns, or snide remarks, contact me, Zach, on Twitter at Rogue Knight, K-N-I-T-E. Where can you find you guys? Um, you can find me on my podcast Zingness every week discussing super nerdy topics, or you can apparently find me in the movie theater now because me and Ellie got those movie pass things, and it's going to be a fun year. All right, Eric, where can people find you? All right, you could find me on uh, Twitter at Age of Myself on uh, the Twitters. Uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Don't be surprised if you uh, hear me talking about Dragon Ball more than Star Wars at the moment. Oh, that's fine. As long as, but we know where you definitely won't find Eric, and that's in line for Solo, a Star Wars story, come May twenty fifth. I'll, I'll be too busy talking about Jiren or whatever. Bye, bye. Mark. If you're still there. All right, bye. bye. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs>